My name is Devin Blankenbiller, and welcome to another episode of the Going Deeper podcast, where we dig deep into the bedrock of God's Word so that we can stand and hold fast in these very unstable times. As many of you know, I've been away on sabbatical, and just a time for me to go deeper in my own faith and time to be with my immediate family, my wife and children. It's been a great time. However, we missed our spiritual family, and many of you who are a part of our church in this ministry, we want you, you know we miss you guys so much, and we are so glad to be back. And you know, when I left on sabbatical, it seemed like things with the pandemic were calming down and stabilizing. And then right before I came back, obviously we've had a, a big spike in the pandemic uh, outbreak, and it's been a concerning time. And I want to continue to ask: Would you? Be devoted to prayer, according to Romans uh, 12, 9 and 10, um, for our nation and for this pandemic. Would you continue to stand with us in prayer? We need prayer more than ever before. Um, today's The title of today's podcast is Living for Christ in a Divided World. Living for Christ in a Divided World. And can I say that I, I view that there's more than one pandemic right now. Uh, I know we have the physical pandemic of COVID-19, the physical effects from this disease. You know, uh, some people, they, they don't have any symptoms, even though they get, get it. Some people have very minor symptoms and have said, hey, it's nothing. And then yet we know that some people really do have a serious effect from this disease. And it just got word actually from someone I was praying for who, who passed away because of COVID. And so it is a pandemic, right? I feel like there's another pandemic of what's happening to many people who are isolated right now, people who are struggling with severe loneliness and depression, rise of addiction, right? All huge reasons for us to be alarmed today and see that pandemic in our nation. And finally, I think there's another pandemic that I will mention, and that's the divide that many of us are going through, the divide of how do we respond to this pandemic, right? I mean, we are just all over the place, right? And and some of you feel a strong obligation to wear a mask everywhere, do your part, stop the spread. Uh, because of that strong obligation, some of you even probably wrestle with being angry at times, right, when others don't do their parts. And then the, you have the other side of people who feel like it's their freedom that they live in America and they can choose to or not choose to wear a mask and they don't want to be infringed upon, right? Uh, they're not sick, so it doesn't matter. And then we have lots of people who are in the middle who are saying, hey, I'm going to go with the flow. If, if I need to, I need to. If I don't, I don't. Um, and they're just kind of like in the middle. And... Um, and, and I don't know where you are at here, but here's, here's the big issue. Because of this divide and because it's, just, it's not just a, a sickness, but it's, it's you know, all the, the things that are behind it, right? It really starts to play with our emotions, right? It starts to have an effect on our faith. It can easily kind of wear us down a little bit, pull us apart. And, and my hope is that this doesn't cause us to drift from our mission. See, I believe with all my heart, right, if you're listening today, you probably have faith in Jesus Christ. You believe in God's word. Uh, and, and as followers of Jesus Christ, we're called to make disciples. We're called to be the salt and the light of the earth so that people see our good deeds. But in, in light of wrestling with all these emotions and all the divide and everything, it's so easily to, to just be frustrated, to be worn down, and to just slowly give up on our personal mission to follow Christ and also our corporate mission to make a difference for Christ in the world today. And so I want to dig in deep into God's word for direction for this. I am so thankful for Romans, and we're going to be in Romans chapter 14. If you want to grab 
grab a Bible or follow along or listen. And, and I just want you to know, uh, I come in all purity today. Uh, I push no agendas today. All I'm just doing is reading God's Word and believing that it applies to our situation. And I'm thankful that God's Word does give us direction for every situation that we deal with in life. God's Word will speak into it. So let me just give you a background of Romans 14 here, because uh, the church in Rome, where Paul was writing to, there were many Gentiles, and there were also many Jewish people. And so the Gentiles came to faith in Christ. They had no Jewish upbringing. They had no background of traditions, Jewish traditions. And there were Jewish people who were raised with different traditions. But because they came to Christ, they were kind of struggling whether they should hold on to some of those traditions or let some of them go. And there was a divide. There was a divide between views on that. So some Jews uh, were wanting to hold on to different ways that they ate certain foods and they abstained from certain foods. They were holding on to Sabbath was on a Saturday, where some Jews who came to faith and, and most of the Gentiles, they were like, hey, we can eat whatever we want. We're under the grace of Jesus Christ. Or, hey, it doesn't matter which day is Sabbath as long as we practice a Sabbath a day off, right? And so this is the background, and, and Paul's addressing it. And this is what Paul says. I'm going to start in verse 1 of Romans 14. I'm going to read most of 14, but pull some of the verses out here. So verse 1, it says, As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but do not quarrel over opinions. One person believes that he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. And the one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us live to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord." So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For, it, for to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be the Lord both of the dead and the living. So how can they speak to us today? I want to just share five ways that we can live for Christ in a divided world. Um, which I believe is pulled out here in Romans 14. Again, five ways that we can live for Christ in a divided world. One is recognize the difference of opinions. Uh, don't be afraid to recognize the difference of opinions, right? I mean, Paul is not afraid to get the elephant out of the room. Paul's not afraid to talk about the differences. Paul's not afraid to be direct with the differences, right? And are we, do we have difference of opinions today in many different areas? Absolutely. Let's not be afraid to recognize, right? We have a different opinion on masks and COVID, right? We have a different opinion on where our nation's going through, even different opinions on politics and how we should handle racial injustice. We have different opinions on the Christmas season and which traditions we should celebrate in our family. There are a lot of differences of opinions here, right? There's probably different opinions on how churches should be responding right now in light of everything. And here's what makes difference of opinion difficult, right? We all think that our opinion is the right one. 
That's what makes it so difficult, right? We want our opinions validated. We want our opinions confirmed. We want people to know that we are correct. And what I found in myself, when I sometimes examine where my emotions go with my opinions, um, the more insecure that I am in my life, the more my opinion matters to me. And the more that I am secure in my faith in Christ, the more I'm willing to just lay my opinions on the table, have conversations about them, talk about them, but to know that ultimately it's in Christ, right? But listen, it's uncomfortable when we have difference of opinions, right? That's why we like to just gather with people who have the same opinions. It just makes everything easier. And, and we can be, we can be, we can push that way right now, right? This is where uh, I think it, it could happen in the church where we just divide based on our opinions. Let's just all go to a church who believes the same thing about these social issues or because of these pandemic issues or whatever issues we're going through, right? But the second thing I want to say is we're not called to that. We are called to welcome people together, not to quarrel. Because Paul said, listen, in verse 1, he says, welcome him who's different, but do not quarrel over opinions. Um, the biblical thought here is we should not just divide, right? That in regards to certain lifestyle matters, right? Um, we are called to welcome people together in Christ. Listen, people might be different than you, but welcome them. I mean, that's the spirit of Jesus Christ, welcoming people who are different. And the word quarrel, when it says welcome them, do not quarrel, actually the word quarrel, I know we think of fighting against each other, dividing each other, right? But it really means to segregate. In the Greek, the word quarrel, the number one use of quarrel is to segregate, right? And so he's saying, welcome, do not segregate, right? Let's not draw battle lines where you're on one side and I'm on the other. No, instead, let's pull together. Let's remember that we are not two churches or three churches or ten churches, but we are one church that is under the authority of Jesus Christ always. Let's welcome people. Let's not quarrel. Let's not divide. Third thing I want to say is this. We are not called to judge people, right? I mean, he's writing about different people's views on food and Sabbath and such, but he says, again, let the one who eat uh, not despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains judge the one who eats, right? God's welcomed them both. Why are you passing judgment on one another? So now listen, we can apply this passage kind of to wearing masks and how we're handling COVID, but I, I want to be careful that we don't just read the beginning where it says some people who are weak in faith, um, we need to welcome them. I believe with all my heart, listen, that we need to not label which group is weak in faith. I am thankful that some of you guys who are watching and listening, right? You completely trust God. You know that every day of your life is in his hands and you are not worried about anything. You know your time will come when it comes and God's going to watch over you. And I praise God for the strength of your faith in that. I also know as I talk to different people, that others say that when they wear a mask, they feel like they're trusting God as they walk out what the government's asked them to do. When they walk out trying to be loving towards other people, right? Um, they're, they're trying to walk out their faith in that and they come to that conclusion. So let us be careful, even in this, not to pass a judgment one way or the other. Uh, I am not here to defend any side. I am here to say, let's just not judge people because this is what God's word calls us to, right? We're so quick to point the finger and judge others. I've, I, I confess to you that I wrestle sometimes judging other people who have different opinions than I do. I wrestle with it. But I heard a good word yesterday 
And they said, we need to remember to keep pointing the thumb and not pointing the finger. Keep looking back on what we can do for ourselves. Keep our ears open. God, what do you want for my life? What do you want for my family, right? I know for me, what do you want for our church? I'm not going to judge what other churches are doing. I can only say, God, what do you want for our church, right? Um, and, and, and it says, it says, why do you pass judgment on your brother? This is verse 10. Um, why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. Listen, we are all individually going to stand and be judged before God. We're called to make up our own mind, live for Christ. If we live for Christ, we die with him, right? But concern ourselves with ourselves and not for others. Let us not judge other people in this time. Number four, I want to say this. We are called not to trip people up. We're called not to trip people up. If we go down to verse 13, Romans 14, verse 13 through 15, it says this. Therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or a hindrance in the way of a brother. I know I am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, meaning I can eat anything I want. I'm persuaded in the Lord to do that. And then it says, um, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it's unclean. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. I just think it's so interesting that we're called not to put a stumbling block in people's way. If you know me personally at all, you know that I'm a very clumsy person, right? I mean, I, I feel like I've been born with two left feet. I've caused a lot of amusement to people based on my clumsiness. And I've come to be okay with it. I mean, if I'm walking across the parking lot and there's no cars in the parking lot and there's one stick, I will trip over the one stick in the giant parking lot. I mean, that's just who I am, right? It, and it keeps me humble, right? But when it comes to lifestyle differences, we're called by God's word to try not to trip other people up. Meaning, we are called not to just insist on our own way and insist on our own opinions. Especially, you know, specifically saying in light of what you're eating. Listen, if, if they don't like what, what you're eating, you shouldn't trip them up. And I know this is difficult because when we talk about not wanting to trip people up, that basically means that I'm willing to sacrifice what I want for the sake of someone else. That I'm willing to sacrifice what I want for the sake of someone else. You know Do you know what that's really called when we sacrifice something that we don't want to give up? It's called love. Love is, is when we are willing to say, I'm going to lay down my life for you uh, because I care for you more than I care for myself. It's love. And again, basically, Paul was saying in this passage, don't you recognize that you're just worried about what you're eating and you're not worried about loving the person that's right there in front of you? And, and I would say this, listen, um, uh, if we're grieving our brothers and sisters because we're not wearing a mask when we should, that we're not being very loving, are we? Right? I mean, that we could maybe recognize that, hey, this is helping my brother and sister right now. And if I'm helping them, then I'm willing to be loving and willing to do whatever they need me to do. And listen, if, if we're putting someone down because they don't want to wear a mask and they feel like it's their freedom not to, and we're putting them down, and are we really being loving in that moment, right? Uh, it, it goes both ways. And the godly loving thing to ask ourselves is in the different situations that we wrestle with, how can I not trip up my brother or my sister with these small lifestyle issues, right? So 
so how do we live for Christ in a divided world? We we recognize there are difference of opinions, right? We we don't segregate. We welcome people together. We don't judge. We try not to trip each other up. And lastly, we don't let go of the mission of Jesus Christ. We do not let go of the mission of Jesus Christ. Verse 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbringing. Basically, let's step back and just continue to see the big mission, right? It's about receiving righteousness through faith in Jesus Christ. It's about having peace with God because of faith in Jesus Christ. It's about having joy in the Holy Spirit. It's ultimately about, as you said early, living for Christ and, and knowing that if I live for him, I live for him. And if I die for him, I die for him. I want to serve Jesus Christ no matter what I do. And let me tell you, that is greater than whatever we're dividing about right now, right? That is greater than whether we choose to put a mask on or not, or we choose to, to meet together or not because we feel like we have to, or no, we got to quarantine. It, it's bigger than all this, right? Listen, my joy in the Holy Spirit is greater than any fear that I have of the future. And so now more than ever, we have to be careful not to look for ways to tear people down, but instead build people up together in the good news of Jesus Christ. Listen, it's getting harder. It's getting darker. There's more confusion. There's more fear. There's more struggle and anxiety and doubt more than ever before. But church, we are not called to retreat. We are called to advance. And to ask God, God, how can we advance individually in our personal mission, corporately in our corporate church mission? How can we advance now more than ever before? Listen, the enemy is always wanting to divide and the, because he knows if he divides us, he's going to conquer. And the word of God, and just reading Romans 14 again, just bringing everybody back together saying, hey, let's not let these things divide. Let's keep the main thing, the main thing on the mission of Jesus Christ. So um, let me pray, and I just want to pray that, that this passage would just really take root into our hearts today. God, thank you for your word, uh, Lord, even though as we read in Romans 14, they were battling with what foods they should or shouldn't eat and what traditions they should hold to and what days they should practice Sabbath. But Father, there's so many things that um, are not eternal f per se, but we are dividing over today. And uh, God, I just ask, would you just give us a spirit of unity? and Would, would you give us just um, the ability to welcome people and not to quarrel, to, to set our opinions aside? Would you help us not to be judgmental, Lord? We repent for times we've been judgmental one way or the other. Lord, help us. Father, I pray that you'd help us not to trip one another up um, and that we would just grab hold with two hands um, to your mission. Lord, that the mission of Jesus Christ has not stopped just because we are in a difficult spot. If anything, now is the time more than ever that we need to give the good news and the hope of Jesus Christ to the world. So fill us today with your love, with your peace, and with your joy in the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, thank you for joining us for this podcast. And listen, if this encouraged you in any way, we want to encourage you to share it, like it, post it, do whatever, get the word out. Um, feel free to reach out to us as church if you want to give us any sort of encouragement back as well. And uh, so, and let's just continue to dig deep into the bedrock of God's word. Thanks so much.